0: Welcome back to the Hello World podcast, where I, your host, Tech Tracker, will talk about tech news from the week. First, let's talk about some recent data breaches and outages at big tech companies this week. You may have seen Facebook services completely down on Monday, and this was due to key data deleted at Facebook that provides computers with a way to find uh, its services. There was a lot behind what actually happened, but you can think of it like this. Imagine the internet is a map with different Domains being different addresses on the map. And to get a domain, um, it follows the map to that specific address and displays the content. Well, Facebook's address was completely wiped off the map, and therefore no computer could reach it. This happened just a day after a whistleblower, who we now know as former Facebook employee Francis Hogan, accused Facebook of prioritizing profit over people. She also testified on Tuesday in a hearing called Protecting Kids Online, testimony from a Facebook whistleblower, where she went further in-depth about the issues Facebook is causing. Some new reports uh, say that Facebook services were down again on Friday, but this outage does not seem to be affecting all users like Mondays, and we don't know much about this outage right now, but it's uh, assumed to be somewhat similar to the previous one. Amazon also had a crazy week. With this live streaming platform, Twitch having a major data breach, with attackers leaking a very large amount of sensitive company data, including source code, streamer payouts, unreleased projects, client information, user data, encrypted passwords, internal service data, and much, much more. Twitch says the attack was caused by a server configuration change, and that the attackers uh, have said this is just part one of the leak, but hopefully Twitch can prevent another leak. Um... This just shows that even huge companies can be brought to their knees very quickly, and that they should very thoroughly consider the effects of their actions to prevent these things. Next, let's talk about how Google is using AI to improve traffic control. Google is known for its powerful AI systems to help solve problems, but now Google is trying to make traffic control more sustainable with AI. Google's chief sustainability officer, Kate Brandt, says, When your vehicle stops at an intersection, that idling time leads to wasted fuel and more street-level air pollution. Google's new project uses AI to calculate traffic condition and timing at intersections to optimize inefficient traffic lights, and this times everything perfectly so that cars stay on the road for the least time possible, lowering their negative impact on the environment. Google is testing these systems in Israel in four different locations and uh, saying that they observed a 10-20% to reduction in intersection time these systems are in their early days but will only get better as with a larger network of traffic lights hooked up the ai will have more data and more points that it can optimize google is also planning to connect this with google maps so any device or car using google maps will communicate its destination and route to the ai system which will therefore optimize it even more and speed it up even more Um, these things will become even more prevalent Um, When we have more self-driving cars and that the system can communicate between the self-driving system as well and other self-driving systems to optimize it even further and make the whole system really, really fast. Um, But this is just a small part of a bigger effort that not only Google, but many other companies and people are working towards to help stop climate change with the modern solutions like AI systems. Lastly, let's talk about an odd yet really interesting application of AI. Beethoven passed away before he could complete his 10th symphony, only leaving some sketches and notes behind on his plan and never really completed it. Now with the help of AI, a team of music historians, musicologists, composers, and computer scientists finished his 10th symphony. This was an application of AI that was very new and required a skilled team from all ranges. There was also not a lot of computable uniform music data, especially in the classical genre. So the researchers had to train the AI with Beethoven's creative process rather than general classical music. The teams used many techniques to fill gaps in the data and improve the system, like giving the AI similar amounts of information on other symphonies intentionally, which are already finished, and comparing its output to the finished output and making tweaks and improvements based on that. The AI had to learn different instruments and their common notes and sounds, and what part of the music they play, and listening to it, it truly sounds like original music and something that Beethoven totally would have created. It is hard to describe, but it captures all the things that would usually be in classical music. I'll leave some links to places where you can listen and learn more in the description of the podcast. This just shows the endless possibilities of AI and technology in general, and how there are applications in every field and industry, which can lead to major improvements and change in those fields and industries. That's all for this week. Make sure to come back next week for some more tech news.